What up, Chris? What up, baby? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I, I um, I've been busy working all week on like shit that I don't want to work on. Uh, you know, like work wise stuff, like emails and editing and bullshit. And and this morning sure. I had a little. Uh, I I did some physical labor work. I got my got my yard work on, and it, it was much needed. Wow. So when, I've been I've when, been I've been putting in work since you know when TJ does the blue collar stolen valor I really get chubby yeah you know and it's and it's a good way to break up the fitness for me you know it's not the same as do you think that counts as fitness because we have, we could do it two hours on that <laughs> yes well I I can definitely make an interesting case I mean in in terms of just breaking up the monotony that part is good but. You know, if I if I spend five hours doing manual labor, you know, digging, sanding, that's true. That's painting, true. you know, pulling weeds and and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, I'm not really I'm not really wearing the Apple Watch anymore because I'm I am born again. But yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I've noticed the Apple Watch is gone, and I didn't want to bring attention to the fact that you finally came to your senses. So if you want to share, that'd be great. Well, I already did cover it about a week, week and a half ago. Um, I guess you forgot, but you know, <laughs> on this podcast, I definitely don't remember anything we talk about on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about on this podcast, you know. Are you sure, Jason? Are you yeah. sure? Because I really don't remember, bro. I am sure. No, it's fine. And you know, it, and you can continue to call me the lazy stoner of the two. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but I'm able to remember and chief, um, you know, chief loudly. <laughs> You're able to remember what you say for sure. But I bet if I quizzed you on some Chris quips, you wouldn't be so quick. Please, please prepare. <laughs> please prepare and challenge me. This this brain is a steel trap. How else would I be able to, you know, hit you with these laser accurate? Um, you know, nice little diggies and Bernies. <laughs> diggies mm-hmm. and Bernies. Yeah, that's Jesus. the only the only Bernie that your ass <laughs> voting for is for me to stop burning you so hard, fucking loser. <laughs> so, okay, well, I'm sure the listeners also don't remember. So, if you could just go back in time and give us a, just a quick two minute summary of why you stopped wearing the corny Apple Watch after being dedicated it to for two years at least. Well, I think you kind of answered my question right there by <laughs> how you how you titled this uh, this piece of wrist wear. But yeah, mainly it kind of boiled down to like. Uh, it it was it was like it was very helpful in a lot of ways on my fitness journey, but now I feel like, you know, I'm I'm ready to clip my wings and it, it's kind of like I was bumper bowling and I'm ready to step to step it into the big leagues. So, so, so it's kind Garmin? of so <laughs> I'm I'm not going to get any watch or any fitness tracking health tracking device. I, basically, what I'm saying is like. I studied and paid attention to like what everything I was doing. Oh, here we go. You're better than the watch now. Your brain is better than the watch. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying <laughs> like I'm like the workouts that I do are like pretty much the same every time. Like I'm gonna jump rope for a half an hour this day. I'm gonna do this kettlebell routine, and I kind of yeah. know how many you know calories I'm burning, how many steps I'm taking when I'm doing you know when I'm walking the dog or whatever it might be. So like I kind of know now like what i need to do to hit my my fitness goals to hit my my caloric but, but goals. i miss 
I miss you sending screenshots of your of your watch. You I don't. Know, I don't. To, I don't to, think you do, Chris. Uh, to boast about your little calorie burn you try to do once every two weeks. I don't think. I, was, I don't think you do. And just because I was, <laughs> I was, I was hitting my goal of fifteen hundred calories burned every single day, and you know, getting all these compliments from all of your hot friends instead of them complimenting <laughs> you. You know, specifically about, you know, let's say the definition of my shoulders and a, and a, Ka- a Kawhi oh, Leonard. Yeah, like, he thinks he's Dwayne Wade out here with a little tank top on. Well, I'm, these are not, this, I've never boasted myself. I'm just saying you're, you know, the people that will train you, you know, teach you how to play tennis. And, you know, these people that do classes with you, they'll do your berries and stuff like that. They are, they are quick to compliment and, you know, you know, fitness celebrities like Adrian Ho will say, wow, TJ. <laughs> TJ, you look great. You're putting in work, and I can see how that would make TJ, somebody like no you jealous. No one's saying you don't look great. Let's be one you. Honest. You are. No, I. You are. You. I, you I, specifically are. You. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, no, I, literally, no one is at all. Everyone is complimenting me except for you. So you know, you need you need to get right with Jesus. Is the problem there? And in you know maybe get right with a higher um, you know like a higher resistance level with the weights that you're doing because you know as much as I get called maybe bird chested by somebody like you or you know I have uh, you know twig like arms you know the the numbers don't lie numbers don't look the numbers don't lie Shakira you know? I get it and I I love. Look, the better you look, the better it is for me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I obviously mm. inspire you to do better in many Damn. facets of your a life. Classic black deflection. And, we and knew this, this was is coming. just another time where, once again, North Star Black comes through for TJ <laughs> and he has, something, he has something to strive for. Uh, so, and yeah, it's good T- for everybody. TJ eats, you gonna eat. We, and he exactly. said, let me get a plate. Exactly. I said, let me get a plate. Yeah, but unfortunately, the plates that I'm getting are 45 pounds, and the plates that you're getting, we're we're doing 25s on a hard day. So that's kind of where the difference is. You know, since since we're able to to um, now that we've um, (laughs) been able to acquire a a camera, are you talking about our video capabilities have been added and updated to our deck? We have new we have new video capabilities that have been added to our deck, Mm -hmm. and now that we're going to be able to shoot segments for Twitch, yeah, that's right. I can't wait. I can't wait to bring you out with my hunter trainer and uh, hunter my trainer and let him put you through a few of the paces that I go through. Damn, I, I, I got fare. excited. I thought I was going to finally get to meet Joe Rogan when you said your hunter trainer. <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, no. I remember. Yeah, actually, I remember just maybe it was just yesterday when I was making a similar comment about how I was excited that now that we have these video capabilities, we could now <laughs> finally uh, videotape us playing tennis together. And you said, <laughs> um, what so, does that mean that that's not a positive or negative that's just a response to another comment of yours <laughs> that well I'm, I'm saying you were showing maybe signs of trepidation you were a no, little Jason, um, my ankle my, my ankle is healed i have white polos ready to go my you mm-hmm. know my body feels good i'm competing Look, at a I'm, I'm just level. Uh, you know i think the goal that we've we've covered before perhaps on on this fitness pod is that you know, mm-hmm. I'm 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 just happy to be here, happy, healthy, looking good with a full head of hair, 2020 eyesight <laughs> on on this planet Earth. And it, to me, it's it's not it's not whether I win or I lose the competition. It is, am I having fun? Am I releasing stress and tension? Am I burning calories? And am I spending quality time with my friends and family in the outdoors? If that if the answer is yes, I could lose every single game of tennis we play. 
every every uh, you know jump rope contest or or three point or three point every game I'm of skate that we play against the, each I'm other. I'm glad to see that the Headspace app is working so well. For you. <laughs> um, it's but it, but it also in, you know much like. Our, our friends over at Ben and Jerry's, it is just the <laughs> the cherry on top of the Garcia that I do, in addition to that, still manage to beat you at tennis. So I don't know if that's God doing it. I don't know if that's just my I good vibes I mean, only God, attitude. I don't God know if it's is definitely karma. mad at me. God is definitely mad at me. But as I've told you before, Jason, on the tennis court, you don't beat me. I beat myself. And uh-huh. that is a sad reality of me, and maybe I need to use the Headspace app to to conquer that. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I mean, you could make that argument for any you know competition, I guess, right? Well, competition wise, Jason, we've never done much because tennis is the one thing we have in common. But you can't run, so that's well, no, a big no, problem. I'm, I'm saying like, so like when Nadal is you know defeats Djokovic, is that simply because Djokovic defeated himself? It could. It could. It depends on it the could, day. It could. It could. It could. So there yeah, is a possibility. We have to look at the unforced error count. Right. Jason. But but you're saying for me, that is not a possibility. The only time that I technically win in a game of tennis against you is because you have, you have let yourself down, not because I have um, succeeded at being better at tennis than you that exactly. day. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. Yes, I just you needed to. You just that. needed to to spell that out into into layman's terms for for a, uh, an athlete like me, quote unquote. If you could call me that, I couldn't. I absolutely <laughs> couldn't call you that. But I. But I'm glad that you called yourself that. <laughs> I um, couldn't. I couldn't do that. But I mean, you know, I. I appreciate- well, that you know, that being said, and also yesterday, I br- or the last time we did play tennis, just to kind of round this round up. Yeah, let's round it out, Teach. Let's round it out. I I propose the idea of you know moving forward in our games of tennis, we should consider you know entering a a service game. Well, not only a service game, but but keeping um, keeping regular score instead of just like playing best to eleven or best to twenty one or whatever with points, but you know doing the proper. You yeah, know, 15, 30, 40, love, et cetera, et cetera. That just doesn't, I mean, that interests me. But like I told you, I think for, for either of us to get truly good at serving, we need to take some real lessons. And I think it would okay. make the game less fun, to be totally honest with you. That was my trepidation with that. No, that is I, that is true. That is absolutely true. If, but I was, if I was out here trying to play in the Alta League, you know what I mean? It'd be one thing. But yeah, because I don't, as I don't you even said know what earlier, that is. It, well, you're you're actually backtracking a little bit because earlier you said just as long as you were having fun and burning cows with your friends and family, you don't care what's happening. <laughs> that is true. So that's an interesting twist. Well, would you like to Can hear? You explain that to me. I would love to explain it for you. Here's <laughs> please, the reason. Please, Here's please the reason explain. why, Chris. Oh, uh, you're gonna get. You're gonna really eat your hat on this one. Fucking. <laughs> the reason is because the game of tennis that we're playing right now is is you 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 hit the ball. Like the the quote unquote serve, you know, I I, I hit the ball. I think people know what the game is. I think the people know what the game is. Do people know the style that we play tennis? I mean, this is a very common style. Okay, well, for, I'm for, just I, I saw I saw people playing it today. Actually. It is a common style. It's it's a style that you play when you know it's the equivalent of like coach pitch baseball or something like that. Like we're we're not going to do a full crazy serve, but the style is like I hit I hit the ball to you. It's kind of like an easily hittable kind of a underhand sure. lob shot set you up for a shot to you, you know, once you successfully return that into my court, then it's game on, and then, you know, no rules, just like, you know, win, 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 win. So the problem with this (laughs) is, not to sound like a Gatorade commercial, win, 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 win. Truly one of my least favorite songs. Um, 
The Who's problem with I think it's like J Rock. Oh God! I don't remember if how a, I know that. I think it, I think it is associated to the yeah. TDE universe, so you know we're out on that. That's it's bad. It's yeah. It's it's people. Uh, I mean, I won't get into it. Thank um, you. Um, I yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt any fan. You know, people who have Georgetown 2023 in their in their bios to be offended <laughs> by that because we need you guys. You guys are keeping the ship alive. That's the only motherfuckers who listen to J Rock. <laughs> you got that right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny as fuck. Yeah, Ghana's out there. Stop. GW 2022 in their bio. <laughs> the only people listen to TDE releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the problem with that is it is it is not a game of are you good at serving. It's a game of are you good at returning an easily returnable shot. So I don't think it. I don't think that's what it is. But I that's absolutely what it is. So the whole point of the serve is like, all right. I'm going to serve to you. I'm at this is my point. Uh, this is my advantage time where I'm I'm going to yes. do the best job I can to hit a ball into your court and have you not return it. And then Good point. and then once I, once I'm done serving with that game, then we switch and then it's your turn to do it. So so this is essentially learning how to how play tennis, tennis. I understand how tennis works, but I'm not explaining funny. it just to you. You know, we have a global audience of people who would like to learn. That's this. true. So so That's the problem true. with the game that we're playing right now is it is. It is a we're we're just getting really good at returning a ball that's easy to hit, which is not going to help either of us in the long run if we're ever going to break out and play against you know, like if like well, like like true. Caitlin well, as, from as many, Racket Magazine who we recorded a fantastic pod with. Like if we ever play with her, she's going to be like, all right, you guys like like I'm not going to do this bolt, you know, like let's we have to play, we have true, to learn. Jason. That's not true. A lot of people don't serve because it's just not. It becomes. It takes the fun out of it unless you're like competing heavily or you're very, very good. Well, you know, I like. To and you're play. neither of those things. Well, look. I mean, I play. You're not the only person I play tennis with, but you're and the. You're only, not the only person I play tennis with. Okay, so let's just get that out of the way. But I was okay? saying you're the only person who I play tennis with who were we're not doing servies. And that, you're you know, the only one that I've ever tried to play. I've ever played with that tries to attempts or wants to serve okay to, well to you know fair. start playing with some real players stop doing your little beverly hills whatever you know <laughs> stop playing with these fucking influencers and playing with some real salt of the earth I, tennis, I, tennis i've folks. never played i love that you're i love that you've turned this <laughs> intro of the podcast into you like doing hard manual labor and being a salt of the earth <laughs> guy playing tennis those things are first of all not true and <laughs> I I am not those things, but I am okay with that. Look, when you have the issue, Chris. Me and my have I ever told you about my old friend Corn Cob? We would go down to the lake and <laughs> and we would we would catch frogs with our crickets, and you know that kind of behavior. Jason, that I don't think you don't do that in Orange County. That's actually where I'm from, and this is once again Southern stolen. Stolen, valor yeah, yes. Gonna- this is stolen valor that has been smothered, covered, and stolen by by your boy them jeans. <laughs> We all right, them jeans. Just because my biscuit soapbox. Just because my biscuit game is nicer than yours. I I know you came over and you got a little slice of TJ's cornbread, didn't you? And you the were cornbread like, was fucking zapping. You know another. You know shout outs to our number one fan, Allison Roman, for blessing me with that recipe. I mean, not unlike the not unlike the catalog of Triple X Tentacion, the lady just can't miss. Yeah. On that Roman, note, send us Roman Allison. Can you send Jason some exclusive recipes to make me, please? We'll talk about it on stories. Um, we do have a guest today, um, and I don't know if you guys are ready for this one. To be honest, this is this is like I mean, honestly, like 
If you have ever been cool or thought about being cool, then you are probably familiar with Mark Hunter, a.k.a. the Cobra Snake, um, a very, very old friend of Jason's, well-known globally for documenting uh, the L.A. nightlife scene in the mid to late aughts. He birthed, birthed many... A an it girl, a nylon cover star. Um, mm-hmm. He's photographed all your favorite celebrities, all your favorite DJs, including uh, retired DJ Them Jeans. Um, Mark has a new book coming out that captures all these photos in one thick volume, um, which we plan to cover with him today. And we'll also find out what he's been up to for the last you know ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, let's give him a call, Teach. <sighs> Can't wait. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, guys. Sorry for that. So we 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 went to a FaceTime, then we went to a Google Chat, and now we are in a rare Zoom. So you know, if the sound quality is different and you're listening to this, you know, just bear with us. Also, fuck you. You know what I mean? We give you this shit for free, and we're bringing you nothing but banger guests three times a week. So I don't really feel that bad for you if the audio quality changes a little bit. Yeah, fuck you. Mark, how are you, you, baby? There's a a consistency and inconsistency, isn't there? Wow, deep, Mark. I like where you're going with that. I like that a lot. Um, I think that you have a point, and you're you're competing with Confucius right now. So thank you for that. (laughs) I don't know where I am. I I literally got off a plane uh, last night from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati? What were you doing in Cincinnati? It was my first time. Um, So... During the COVID, I uh, re- re-engaged uh, my passion for fashion, and I've become a, a vintage T-shirt a seller and hunter. Um, okay. So, so you had to go to the fashion pretty- capital of the world, Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio is yeah. known for vintage, Jason, actually. There's a lot of great vintage in Ohio. Am is I correct, it? Mark? You would be correct, Chris. I, I didn't know, and um, and it's true. Um there is a plethora of people that it's their full-time job to be at the thrift stores just collecting a vintage. And what what is it about Ohio that is that makes it such a vintage find? That is a good question. I would say maybe it's that there was cool stuff from back in the day mm-hmm. and the the general population could care less about it mm-hmm. but the the few cool kids of the town mm-hmm. are are you know making the rounds the, versus the, the, the town cool kids yeah versus in la you know everyone's cool right it's been snatched up okay i wouldn't go i wouldn't i wouldn't go that far but i know what you mean um it, so what did you cop did yeah you well, come back yeah walk me through the cobra board? grails and then we're going to get into your covid pivoting uh, into a full-time depop seller um <laughs> yeah depop don't stop uh yeah, so <laughs> i i'm currently actually wearing a shirt i got out there it's an andrew wk with <laughs> the blood all over his face yeah um, i was gonna say of all the shirts for you to wear on this podcast episode you chose the classic Andrew WK, bloody, bloody face. And sometimes I wonder, what is Andrew WK up to right now? What is he doing lately? Because I don't, I really don't know. WWK do, you know? <laughs> yeah, good question. Yeah. <laughs> A party hard. That's he's that's his motto to party party hard. Yeah, I but I feel like he has he. We need to we need to figure out because there are no parties thanks to the uh, novel coronavirus. What you know we it's important that we check in on our WKs. 
Yeah, it's true. I mean, that, that's been like the funniest thing is everyone's sort of back to square one. We're in a sort of stone age, you could say, mm-hmm. you know, everyone but Diplo. Diplo seems to be living a normal life right now. <laughs> um, Diplo well, will always be fine. He's the he's yeah. the cockroach of the EDM community. You can try and squish him. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> he's too fast he's too fast he'll scurry away <laughs> what what so what did you cop let's break down the top five cincinnati yeah. picks for the depot okay and i'm gonna start calling you andrew w9 with the amount of bags that you've been pulling in mark i love i love to see it <laughs> dude you know i i'm a executive platinum or something on american airlines so i can check all my bags for free i feel like a king <laughs> <laughs> this is king shit, bitch. Um, you know, get that exit row every time. Sometimes a business class upgrade for free. Sure, nice. sure, sure. That's the good life. That's the good life. High on the hog. Um, but yeah, so okay, so I don't know what you guys like, but that's you know in the eye of the beholder. Um, but besides the WK piece, I got a really <laughs> sick MC Escher all over print. Um, those are pretty trendy now with like the most insane detail of his artwork all over the shirt you know Um, that's very cool actually i'm not into that but i think that's cool that you found it i i got a uh original promo tee for my cousin Vinny. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. i think it's from 1992 that's kind of interesting sure um a really crispy dead stock white zombie shirt super extra large Mm. with an insane photo print of the whole white zombie band so back so back in back in the 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 them jeans heyday that's the type of shirt that you would pull aside and set aside for me is is that correct mark yeah actually i should get some reparations jason because i probably i've given you like ten thousand dollars of vintage shirts probably reparations look i i give you Mark, Mark I, I, w- I was under the understanding that this was a, 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 a tit-for-tat deal. You, you provide me with the, with the fashions, and I parade them uh, you know, in the streets of, of Los Angeles and on my Instagram. And, you know. That's true. <laughs> Having you wearing the shirts is, like, priceless. Yeah, that um, is priceless. <laughs> yeah, I would say priceless <laughs> is the best word to describe that. I, I, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Um, I came up on a couple of those like airbrush bikini girl shirts. Sure, you know, sure. That, like those are pretty cool. Um, and actually, one of the smallest coincidences, and a, and a dear friend of ours, um, a dude that I met out there, said that from Ohio, he was sending shirts to DJ AM back in the day. Oh, really? And a- AM was buying on eBay the most rarest, craziest shirts from this random kid in Ohio, and. Uh, when I said, "Oh yeah, I was dear friends with him," it was just like a—you a, a, couldn't imagine a smaller world. Um, yeah, the seriously. To, so this was just a random guy who happened to have a wild-ass collection of of expensive and rare vintage shirts. Yeah, and he's been doing it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is the like the kind of shit. It's like, oh, here's a a Run DMC T-shirt that costs eight hundred dollars or something. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So. Um, so, Mark, what what are you doing now? I know you're you're collecting. Obviously, you're surrounded by your your cops. But what is the where are these being sold for more money? Where where are you turning a profit? What platform? Um, so I've had a Shopify for over a decade, um, and I wish that instead of selling on Shopify, I just like invested in the <laughs> brand and mm. had a some. Don't stock we all, options. sweetie? Don't we all? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I've I've moved quite a lot of uh, product on Shopify, be it vintage, be it my own Cobra Snake shirts, be it butterfly clips and tattoo choker necklaces for the ladies, um, uh, and and that's been really fun. Uh, I've dabbled I've dabbled on the Depop. Uh, Depop is a fun uh, marketplace as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the I've eBay you might have, you might have heard of eBay. Yeah, uh, I have heard of that. So so I, you're I a cl- you're a cross platform user. You're not you're not married to one one platform. You 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 do it all. So what so like yeah. how do you decide what item goes on what platform? Like what is like oh this is eBay or oh, the or oh, this is Depop? Great question. Uh, I actually uh, do. I don't even know what you would call it, but I list the same thing on multiple platforms oh. and see see where it will sell. Is um, there is there like a program that handles that for you? So if it sells, it automatically delists from the others. It's uh, it's called my intern. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, classic cheap okay. labor over there at Carpet So Snake so it. as soon as, as soon as you get the notification, this this uh, bikini tee has sold, then intern immediately knows that it's time to pull that listing from all the other platforms. Yeah, wipe wipe it from the wipe it from the internet. <laughs> We'll do a wipe, and then okay, and and, you know this. It's it's cool that you're. Do you only have one intern, or do you have multiples? Um. Well, I get some help from my girlfriend too, but Mm -hmm. I actually, you know, especially in this time, I don't mind doing everything. It's really fun for me because Mm -hmm. uh, it brings it back to like, you know, a, a younger younger day. Yeah, we've talked about that before on this on this podcast where we like we make merchandise, you know, shirts and hats and coffee mugs and all that stuff for the podcast and it's been kind of like a fun thing to go back and and ship them and put them all in the boxes and go to the post office and all that stuff. It's it's been a nice little trip down memory lane, but I think, you know, the bloom is a little bit off the rose now. I'm ready to have our, our how long gone intern do that for us like you. Yeah. I think we're, it's time for us to staff up, Mark. So if you have any, if you have any candidates that you don't need, please send them our way. Uh, what age range do you prefer? <laughs> um, well, I, I've never thought about that, but I mean, I, I guess like Mark, we early, want them pretty old. We want, we early, want, we want them. Yeah. We want our our senior, unpaid labor senior citizen. Yeah, we want our yeah, unpaid yeah. labor to feel uncomfortable that they are, in fact, maybe older than us. Yeah. And so, that's that's kind of a thing that I personally get off on. Early forties, I guess, if you have anybody. <laughs> <laughs> recently divorced. Yeah, sure. early early forties, recently divorced, lives with a roommate. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you got, really, we're open. You know. You know the they're having the oldest bachelorette on right now. She's uh, like almost almost forty. I know, I know. It's I haven't watched it. That show got too ridiculous for me, but I, I, I they always find a way to pull you back in with these tips and tricks. Mark, you know? are you watching it's, a little trashy TV over there? It, you know, it it, it it makes the day go by. But you know, the thing about it is, <laughs> and maybe you guys could apply this for the podcast. You know, the guy Chris says this has never been done before on The Bachelor, like every single time. Oh, like, don't worry, Chris uh, already says stuff like that every single episode. Yeah, yeah he, that's a that's a tactic that he learned from the from the failing Bravo Network decades I'm, ago. Well, I'm smart, Jason, and I pay attention to what's going on on television and try to repurpose that for our little platform. That is you a know, very smart thing to do. I'm a smart guy. Um, <laughs> well, well, well. Where else, Mark? Are you have you taken any other vintage sojourns during this COVID lockdown, or is this the first time? Um. Well, you know, 
the the exciting thing and the reason for all of this is that next month in Orlando, they're having um, a big convention of all of these sort of vintage sellers uh, for the first time ever. So I'm having a booth down there. And so I'm trying to collect as much stuff to bring uh, for that show. Um, and I, I, the other places I've been shopping would be uh, even on eBay. I've, I've been addicted to buying South Park shirts. They, they're uh, <laughs> yeah, they're not very expensive, you know? So hold on. I just want to get this straight, Mark. You're, you're, you, you are going to Orlando to participate in a vintage in a vintage fair, basically. Yeah, like a flea market. But the, like but this mall. is this is the big daddy. This is the Coachella of Depop. Yes, and it's it's all the most like grailed T-shirts you've ever seen, and everything's going to be expensive. So come and bring your money. Yeah, Chris, it, I'm surprised that this is not on your radar. I mean, if somebody wanted to pay me to go for some exploratory journalism, I think it would be right up my street. But mm. I, I don't know if it's my, you know, I don't know if it's like a place where I'm going to find the the totally destroyed Stone Roses shirt from, you know, that I need for a thousand dollars. I feel like this might be a little more sports and pop culture oriented. Or, or Mark, is it all encompassing? Um, I would definitely say it's it's this whole new trend of like the high, uh, vintage hype beasts. You know that they were wearing Supreme two years ago, and now they want to wear like. Uh, you know, dead stock Titanic shirt or something like that. Yes. yes. So what is your, let's, let's just, what's the number one, what's the highest ticket item that you've peddled? Like what's the number okay, so, one? So yeah. So I went on a, what they call Instagram live where you kind of do like a <laughs> home, sh- home shopping network style. Okay. Um, I'm familiar with Instagram, but they can do it live as well is what you're saying. Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Except that it's like a quality of a home, uh, of, uh, paper, uh, public access. Okay. You know? mm-hmm. Um, the sound is terrible and the lighting's usually bad, mm-hmm. but uh, you can sell, you can legitimately sell t-shirts that way. Um, and I, I happen to have this uh, sort of Princess Diana wrap tee, um, okay. you know, candle in the wind written on it, multiple pictures of Diana on the front, on the back, it has her kids. And it said like, you will be remembered and missed. And um, that one I sold for, I think, $800. Um, Shit, which was go off, kind of, kind of nuts. Yeah, it, it, that's what wet my whistle. I said, "Damn, <laughs> if that's what people are paying for T-shirts nowadays, I just need to start getting." I'm in the wrong t-shirts. business. Yeah. Um, also, flipped like a pretty cool Aladdin shirt. I don't know if you guys read the article that someone bought a Aladdin. Our shirt friend, for- our, our friend wrote that article. Former guest in the podcast, Jacob Gallagher, wrote that story. Actually, six thousand dollar Aladdin T-shirt. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, that's uh, stupid. Yeah, Jacob is on a phone call with my girlfriend in the other room right now, talking about buying vintage clothing on like eBay and stuff. This is an odd coincidence. Whoa! Um, yeah, baby. Yeah. So, so based on that, yeah, uh, I was like, you know, you can sort of see what people are interested in, and that's what's so shocking is that it could be something that could be so meaningless to somebody else. But it's well, so that's that's what makes it. it so special and exciting to me. That's why we're so addicted to the to the game, baby. Do you, Mark? Do you have any celebrity clients that that hit you up for these grails? They know that you're uh, you're able to like a little truffle sniffing sniffing pig. <laughs> 
I, I haven't really milked that angle as much as I should, but mm-hmm. I did see that um, Louis the Child or Louis the Child mm-hmm. um, is an amazing musician. He bought this THX uh, sound shirt that I had mm-hmm. and then p- posted a pretty cool video with the THX you know, theme music. As oh, the okay, the guy loves high-quality sound. Yes. Um, and then, you know, mostly I've been selling to like, people that have like normal jobs during the day, like they work at like a Aladdin bail bonds or something. And sure. Then sure. They meet, they meet me in the McDonald's parking lot and give me like $700 for two t-shirts. And I'm like, so you're, cool. you're, you're meeting, you're doing IRL drops right now. Like I'm buying cocaine. Like I can go meet you in a parking lot and get a shirt. Oh yes. Very cool. If, if I know, if I know you, you could come to the house, but um, if I don't know you, you meet me at McDonald's on Sunset and Crescent Heights. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so is that, did, is the house, is the house set up? Do you have a showroom in the crib or is it more just like shit piled everywhere? It's a mix of uh, piles and then nicely folded t-shirts. Um, but, but so not much has changed know, over the years, Mark. Oh, dude. I mean, Aren't we all the same? Yeah, we're pretty, just getting older. Yeah, when you think about it. Well, Mar- Jason, you've transformed the most, you know, because I sending you some of those old photos where you were a little heavier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark, I want to let's get into that. Just that's really important for me as Jason's friend and co-host. But you know, Jason and I have been friends since that era. You know, mm-hmm. probably a little after you guys. You know, your real, real heyday. But you might, Mark, you might be holding the most photos of them jeans in the world, you know, and I, yeah. you know, more, more than my fucking mom. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested, Mark, maybe in, in you and I talking off pod about maybe me commissioning like a one of one, maybe a poster or some sort of zine of all of the no. photos you've ever taken of Jason for my, I think that would be, yeah, that would be amazing. And I think we could probably sell that as uh, as merch for you guys. I think oh. we could too, Mark, and that's that's where my head was going. So it's kind of like a Jason Stewart, "This Is Your Life" by the Cobra Snake, produced by Chris Black. Well, you know what I, mean? I love I, it, Mark. Do you think? I, I do, like you think do you think Rizzoli might have any interest in this vehicle? <laughs> totally, man. I think that could be uh, round two of, uh, of the book. So <laughs> yeah, so Mark, I, but we should situate the listener. You do have a book coming out of all of your iconic party photos, correct? Yeah. So I think what's so funny about me is everyone's like, dude, you already have a career as a photographer. Like, why are you doing all this other stuff that like might seem like below you or beneath mm-hmm. you? And I'm, and I'm like, but that's me. Like, I want to be like in a thrift store. You, you want to be telling people to meet you at the McDonald's on sunset <laughs> and, and collecting yeah. a wad of twenties. That's just in your blood. And I go around um, collecting the Amazon boxes and prime uh, padded envelopes from the from the recycling bins to reuse those for my t-shirt orders god you mark you're the best god bless you mark this is honestly you really do you're such an onion king and and i love just peeling these layers back but i think and the- and to speak to mcdonald's before i forget i uh, had this thing amazing hustle going before covid started where you can buy like a large uh, fountain drink. Um, and I like their iced tea, you know, unsweet iced tea. Mm-hmm. And I just kept the cup and kept going back day after day. Um, and I would drive cross town and stop at random McDonald's and just like refill, refill my cup. So, so you're so, calling this, this homeless trick a hustle? 
Um, I would say it's a life hack. You could. That's the oh, okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I too, yeah. I too have a lot of life hacks that involve um, petty theft, shoplifting, <laughs> and and other things like that. You know. Yeah, you know, you can just go into CVS and like put whatever you want in your pocket and walk out. <laughs> That's a that is actually a really good life hack. <laughs> that now that you've gotten to the core of it, but so when you do have a book coming out though, correct? Yes. Um, so back back to um, business. And if you don't know anything about me, but yeah, I, I spent most of the two thousands documenting uh, nightlife culture, and it was you know, the best of times and the worst of times, but, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's been many years later that I've been able to finally sort of come through the archives and, uh, sort of tell the story of the two thousands and celebrate it, um, with a coffee table book, uh, printed by Rizzoli. Mm -hmm. And when does, when does, well, first this, of all, congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank, and I, and I think every, everybody our age needs this. When does it come out? Like soon? Um, you know, with, with the way that uh, the current times are, uh, we're trying to figure out when the most appropriate uh, release date will be. Mm -hmm. But it's it's probably sometime next year at this point, just because, mm -hmm. you know, I had the, the ambition of a world tour where I could go visit some of the places I used to photograph often and mm. uh, sort of throw nostalgic themed parties with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually that's definitely something that you absolutely have to do. So you should you, it's, it's, Mark, it's wise to wait on that. I, 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 I'm just letting you know now, Jason Stewart is available, um, to DJ all of those. Just let me know, uh, what the dates look like and we can discuss his fee. Yeah. If we could get a good rate, I mean, Jason and I toured quite uh, often and internationally. So like, it would be fun. I would to... like, can you break down what it's like to tour with big bird? Like, what is it? What's the vibe? Like, are, are you guys hanging out the whole time? Are you kind of spending your, your, your alone time in the hotel rooms and then just reuniting to party? Like what, what was the vibe? I don't know, Jason. Remember, we didn't we go to like Athens, Greece together? Yes, we did. We yeah, we there. We did a weird tour where we went to like Oslo, Athens, and there's a couple other like bizarre, like all the all the European cities that people normally don't think of when you're going on an international tour. Yeah, well, well like we know, didn't go to we we did not go to London, Paris, you know, Berlin, any of those places, but we did hit Athens, Greece during like a time of unrest when like there was like fire bombings going on and like people yeah, were there saying, were like, like no Don't. no no Instagram girls around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there now, there were there was a to... there was a severe lack of of explore page hotties during that that time. Yeah, if you end up at uh, at Greece nowadays, you know, that's that's what you get. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. Yeah, we 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 paved the way for for all of these travel travel girl influencers, didn't we? Yeah, but you know, I think you know back then, uh, your Jason was a little less refined, you could say. Uh, <laughs> I could say that. I I could say that. Yes, I could. And, and you know, it's like I'm so impressed with like the evolution of of them jeans getting into all this like food blogging and like podcasting and doing all this like adult stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, back then I, I, I don't remember it being that way. <laughs> what, you know, Mark, let's, let's, um, what do you remember it being like? Because I, I would love you to set the stage. Was Jason a little bit of a mess maybe? I mean, he, I, I remember him being like the, in charge of the drink tickets. You know? Ah, yes. The most powerful man at the club. And the yeah. best part about it then, was Mark, called them always called them drink tokens <laughs> and i'll never i'll never forget that 
No, it kind of, it, it would be nice if there was actual coins, you know, that, um, <laughs> yeah, Mark's a big coin. That would lover. be more. Yeah. That would, you know, there's a coin shortage right now. Yeah. I pay, I pay with the exact change every time I go anywhere. <laughs> that's really, that's really that nice. That comes as no surprise out. to anyone listening. You're looking out for your community. Well, so, I always like to get like cash back, you know, so if it's, you know, I don't want. Yeah, like, Mark, you, you sound, you sound like much like myself. I love cash, baby. Cash you know is king. I mean? Cash is king. Cash is king. And I, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm sad to see the demise of cash. All these cashless businesses and all these young people that don't carry cash. I mean, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I, I, I hope that, that maybe something will reverse, you know, something will change, but it's not looking good for cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big cash so is going cash, down. Cash app. Is your podcast sponsored by the Cash app? Not yet, but we are. We we're we're probably just weeks away from that happening. I'm I'm definitely working on it. Mark, how many podcasts have you been on? Um, a handful. I wish it was more. I wish I could say it was more. Well, but Mark, I, Mark done, even, I, even though like today it, it took a little time, it ate into our schedules for getting all the stuff going on, but I can already tell that this will not be the first time that you will appear on this show. I just wanted to say that we, we, won't ha- we don't have enough time to, to handle and, and address everything that I wanted to talk to you about on this episode, but moving forward, it definitely will happen. Well, I, I thought that this was definitely a multi-part series. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it will be. The Cobra Files. Beginning of, it's the beginning of a beautiful relationship. I mean, an hour today, and then you know who knows what the future holds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really it's it's the, it's the world is our oyster. You know, going um, going. One thing I wanted to bring up because Chris is such a big fan, but you, I would consider you to be the original Chrome Hearts influencer in damn, my life. It's true. It's true. So you know, oh I, my I, goodness. I I recall a time when you know when when Mark was was rocking the Cobras. I mean the the Chrome Hearts. Birkenstocks. I mean, how long ago was that? Ten I years. Mean, we're talking, yeah, at least yeah, it was around 2010. Um, I was hot and heavy with Chrome Hearts, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and and fast forward, I can't walk down the street without getting complimented on all the Chrome Hearts shit I have. Yeah, it's like it's so are you the still hottest, are you are you still rocking friend. it? Are you still rocking a hard body karate? I'm rocking it as hard as possible because I'm like. For the one time where I'm always too cool for everything, you know, like I've done it already. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just show you guys that I have like a Chrome Hearts plunger in my house. And- <laughs> damn, damn. So you got the plungy? Um, yeah, I got the plungy. I got, you know, I got multiple um, uh, pairs of custom jeans. The jeans are what everyone's freaking out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, those a- are going... Those- Going for six k, bro. Bro, what, don't don't uh, don't tell anybody where I live. <laughs> uh, do you do you have a pizza cutter? Like, what other weird stuff do you have? The plunger has piqued my interest. That's one of my favorite pieces. I have um, the corn cob holder. Um, <laughs> I have uh, the dice. I have bubbles, like a gorgeous uh, thing of bubbles. What do you um, mean a, a a thing of bubbles? What does that mean? So you know when you were a kid and you could get like a little cheap plastic thing. Oh, like the, the thing to blow the bubble. Wow, you have one. Yeah, of those. and and so it's actually with uh, it's a glass container of bubble juice, uh, <laughs> or whatever you. Call and then it. and then a, and a sterling silver bubble thing blower. 
Yeah. Amazing. Um, what other kind of tchotchkes? Um, uh, oh, uh, tire caps. You got the like tire that. caps, Mark. That's my dream. I love the tire caps. Number one for me. Yeah, those could go on a car or a bicycle, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> He's trying to sell you on them right now, Chris. I have, oh, I mean, and then just in talking about the clothings, I have like a pajama set, silk, gorgeous white pajamas. Um, <laughs> uh, every, every, every color of trucker hat, you know, from camo to pink to blue. Mm-hmm. Um, the trucker hats, yeah, I'm at, I'm at Chase Bank. And the security guards like, bro, let me get that hat. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's really uh, amazing how that brand has sort of uh, caught fire. You could say it definitely it's, caught fire, and I think mostly uh, mostly because of you. <laughs> well, I would I would say it's mostly because of people like Bella Hadid and um, <laughs> uh, Virgil. Well, you know, Mark, Virgil. Mark, you you are our Bella. You know that. <laughs> yeah, you did it first, bro. We know we know where the trend started. Okay, so I'm glad that you are proud of of my transformation and glow up. I guess, but we've all we've all had that journey where we may have been a little heavier in our earlier days, and now we were all, you know, about our fitness and and really thriving. Is that is that safe to say, Mark? Yeah, I mean, uh, a few years back, I was coined the uh, hipster Richard Simmons yeah. of. Uh, of fitness, mm-hmm. um, which was quite the honor, uh, with my Cobra fitness club. Yes. Um, you know, you could catch us hiking at Runyon, um, mm-hmm. many days a week, uh, during office hours. <laughs> so what, so, so the, the Runyon hike is kind of a, an ongoing thing open to everyone to come along yeah. and, and join and, or do you have to, just, all, do, you, do you have to be hot or can anyone do it? No, no, no. It's all fitness levels. Uh, and trust me, plenty of, uh, not hot and creepy people have showed up in the past. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So creeps, you, creeps, are te- creeps are allowed, but not welcome. Everyone's welcome. Okay. You were advertising that on your, your Instagram account? Yeah. So, you know, it'd be like anybody I met or talked to in the day. Hey, come hiking. Oh, you, you want to hang out sometime? Let's go hiking. Mm. Um, oh, you're a model and you want me to take photos of you? Oh, come on a hike. So pretty much, uh, that was my, that's a, that's a great way to do it. Just deflect everyone. So you're like, if you're going to hang out with somebody who sucks, at least you're burning some cows. Yeah. At least you're outside. And, um, you know, at the time I was pretty fast so I could like run away from them. (laughs) Are you still now, are you still pumping iron? Like, are you getting it serious or have you taken some time off because of COVID and your other I don't know if it's me getting older, but oh man, had I had some sciatic pain mm. down the, the left leg. Oh, Welcome welcome was... to the club, old man. I feel you, yeah. bro. I went through it myself. What have you been doing for treatment? I suggest acupuncture. Well, I have something better than acupuncture, bro, and I'll give you this guy's number. Have you heard of wet cupping? Oh, I've been wet cupped, baby. Prick me, daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. So for those that don't know, wet cupping is a you know, sort of a cupping on steroids where before they put those suction cups on your back, they stab you with a, a needle about like a hundred times in an area and uh, puncture your skin and then suck your stagnant, stale, coagulated blood out of your exactly. body. We, Mark, we, we've actually talked about this on the podcast many times and most people haven't heard about it. And they did this for me um, actually when I was having an elbow issue 
um, that really worked for me. So that, so you're saying that the wet cupping worked for your sciatic pain as well? Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, the guy diagnosed that I had some sort of pinched nerve in my neck and then that was what caused the entire problem down my leg. And he's been like a, a ninja, a guru. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's a lifesaver. Um, he, is, he, about, is he here in LA? Yeah, he's in LA. He comes to my house about once a month and I look like I was a, a Rihanna after she got beat up by Chris Brown <laughs> afterwards, but I feel amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, uh. I mean, this dude, this dude is, is stabbing me in my groin. He is stabbing, sta- stabbing me in the neck. Like, if you saw me after, you'd think I had some sort of disease, but it's all just. I'm, I'm dying. Just I'm releasing. dying to try this out, Mark. Is it is it expensive or is it not too bad? Um, he's around like a hundred an hour, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it, it is not. It's not. It's nothing you've done before, and it actually helps. Mm-hmm. Like a normal massage or a normal therapy session. Is it doesn't help. Like I've tried that. I went to a chiropractor. I've done so many other things. I was going to physical therapy mm-hmm. and none of that actually helped. But this guy, you know, and I'm not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he helps. Wonderful. I, I, so what, what is the workout routine like now? Is it, have you incorporated weights, Pilates bands? Do you see a personal trainer? What's the vibe? Um, I love like the resistance band and, you know, I have to tighten up my glutes. That's sort of my, uh, my weak point. So mm. lots of bridges and, uh, squats. Um, and then the out, uh, yeah, outside cardio, like I still love hiking, um, through the COVID it's been fun because a lot of the trails are a lot quieter mm-hmm. in, uh, it was, it was quite funny. Um, just when they were shutting everything down, I was still hiking every day because I, I was worried that I wouldn't get to. And uh, I ended up on the news um, <laughs> waving to the helicopters that were filming saying like Runyon was about to be shut down. Um, <laughs> of course, of course they got you. Yeah, I mean, I, it was kind of lucky. You know, it's, it's one of those things where people said, shame on you, you should be inside by now. But mm-hmm. uh I still needed to get that fresh uh, Hollywood air. Do you have, yeah, yeah, n- nothing, nothing cleaner than that Hollywood air. Do, did you, do you have a home gym? Did you buy some gear and, and set some stuff up when, the, when COVID set in? Well, my girlfriend does like a, a Pilates workout like every single day. And so sometimes I join her. Um, and that's no joke. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's very, I, I know. Yeah. Um, and then, other than that, you know, I have hand weights and, and all the stuff that was sort of laying, laying around gathering dust from a previous uh, health kick. So dusted <laughs> that stuff off. But, yeah, I didn't buy like a Peloton or any of that kind of um, mumbo jumbo. The mirror. <laughs> yeah, so, look, mumbo jumbo is I, a good I, word for it, Mark. I like the – There's I'm staying at a hotel here and there's a Peloton and I like it, but I don't know if I would buy one for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've tried it and it's cool, but now they have a lot of competition with other other bikes and. Um, That's true. It's yeah. enough to make your head spin. 
<laughs> well, Mark, I, I, I pulled up the, uh, the cobrasnake.com backslash throwback section. I wanted to just kind of do a lightning round through all these picks and then maybe get a quick little, little story or anecdote about them. You, are you down to That's do that? Cool. Oh, yeah. You have, you have the website pulled up? Uh, it's on the internet. Let me try. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. I'm I'm on the same page. We're on the same page, bro. We're on the same page, bro. If you're if you're listening at home, you can you can click along with us. So so on the top, we got we got Aoki, we got you in the middle, and then we have a uh, a blue hoodie wearing Katy Perry, and you have the word zombie written on your forehead in Sharpie. What uh, walk us through that? Um. Man, that was, uh, I think, a paper magazine Colette uh, store from France, uh, zombie or, or, you know, Halloween themed dance party in Hollywood. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a long time ago. This is when, um, you know, Katy Perry was literally out at the parties almost every night. Yeah, this was before... Katie was a, a super famous person and she was just a, a little bottle rat bopping around Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in like an American apparel hoodie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> are, do, um, are you, are you still, uh, do you still ever talk to her at all or not really? Uh, occasionally I I've been hitting her up for my book. Um, Oh yeah. You know, that's getting right. some photos approved and stuff. Is it, is it easier for them jeans to sign off on a photo or <laughs> Katy Perry to sign off on a photo of our fat phases? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, you'd be surprised. Katie was a lot easier than some other people. Okay, some um, other people yeah, like Kanye like maybe, West wearing an all-over yeah. print bait hoodie and a neon green American apparel shirt. And we got Glenn Jam in the back uh, checking his little digital camera. <laughs> did this did this photo get approved, Mark? Be honest with us. Yeah, actually, um, Rizzoli, you know, put, put out a book with Kim Kardashian, and then mm-hmm. has really uh, close ties to Kanye. So they were pretty, That's amazing. yeah, pretty accepting. Of yeah. A lot so of the stuff I wanted. mean, so you remember that night? That that was kind of a weird night because I don't even think anybody remember realized or knew that Kanye was going to come, and he just kind of showed up randomly like maybe yeah. steve knew but that was about it and it was yeah, a, and I think a huge surprise the hand that he's shaking is is so me uh from the ed banger crew oh yeah because that um, was that was after he was like he kind of like talked shit on that video for for winning the the vma instead of his is that what happened so they kind of had beef yes and then they like just, squashed it here in the club yeah and i just think it's so amazing because he looks so young, mm-hmm. so happy, and and just like so innocent. You know that that's what I love looking at these old photos. Is there was just like a an innocence at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kanye doesn't have that same innocence in his eye nowadays. Jason, were you were you on the decks this night? Were, were they being blessed with the Them Jeans DJ set when Kanye entered the building? Uh, maybe. I mean, I was definitely DJing that night. I don't know if I was playing at that exact moment. It might have been Steve. Was this the era? This was the era of CDs, correct? This is you guys were all using CDs. No, this is Serato time. Oh, okay, 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 okay. This is you ain't got no easy on your on your Serato time. And I remember Dano flipped out. He was he was losing his shit. Um. All right. So moving down, we have. Uh, is that we have we have. Um, 
That's an Olsen twin. That's an Olsen. That's an Olsen twin. And then to the right is is Stefano Pilati, the designer. Yes. The designer. And then we have Lee Lazark. We have Olivier from Purple. Who's the guy in the middle with the glasses and the and the white shirt? He looks. What important. do we all like? Yeah, wouldn't we all like to know? He, he, um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, because I'm trying to get a release sign for him. He kind of looks like, um, like Ed Westwick like from, from Go- Gossip Girl. He looks yes. like the Gossip Girl guy, but it's not. And it looks like his his shirt and his his V neck have some nice nice tailoring details going on. If anybody can help uh, identify this guy, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, because um, you you don't. So if in if like for example, this photo. You like you have a great photo of of an of an Olsen twin and these designers and these famous people, but you have this one guy. Do you have to blur his face out, or do you just not use the photo at all? Like, what do you do? It's sort of like you know you have to uh, weigh each situation, and you could yeah. say, "All right, well, he looks handsome. Like, how mad could he be if he's mm. in the book?" You know, mm-hmm. good point. He looks great, and he honestly kind of makes the photo. It's weird. Yeah. He's like the center well, point. I just love the chaos of this because somebody in the corner is taking a picture of the Olsen, you know, like you can see them, their hand and their camera, but I'm capturing that. And it's just a, 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 a collage of people that are like smushed into this uh, Paris nightclub. And you, and you were talking about the innocence of Kanye, you know, that same, that same would apply to this Olsen twin. Like she, she, you know, she looks youthful, young and beautiful and glowing and, you know, there's a little bit of a difference of, of how she's looking nowadays, unfortunately. Yeah. The I weight of the world. What do you mean? Uh, she, this is, she looks absolutely stunning in this photo. No, she does. This is a very glamorous photo, but that, I mean, that's kind of Mark's whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think the problem, the only problem is with this era is that people dress so badly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. It's, with, with this, though, this looks fairly timeless. Maybe Lee's dress is a little, it feels a little dated, but like, you know the rest of it, like Mary Kate would still show up in a in a giant, you know, a giant fur. Yeah, and luckily, think- you know, like two thousand eight era, like the the French were like, yeah, you guys have fun with all that. I'm gonna keep wearing like cool, nice clothes. Yes, <laughs> yes, they let us. But like Katy Perry to the right here, that's about as innocent as it looks. That's like she looks like she lives in a one bedroom apartment in East Hollywood. You know, that's yeah. the whole, and that's cool. That's the whole point. And this is also the era when she would get kind of confused with Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah. Um, oh. And so that like worked to her advantage. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, "Damn, is Zoe Deschanel in the club?" Oh no, it's just Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move down. We got we got Karl Lagerfeld. R.I.P. Did you did you ever have a personal relationship with him at all? So the nice thing about um, going to Paris for Fashion Week. And me not caring about like anything, and just sort of like walking around in jean shorts, like and, and Cromart's Birkenstocks. Um, uh, you know, I ended up getting like this amazing—you could call it—selfie with Carl, mm-hmm. um, and I'm in this like ripped up like polo Ralph Lauren bootleg T-shirt, and then he's there all prim and proper with his <laughs> suit on, and you know, that's probably one of my favorite moments getting to meet him, but. Uh, you know, throughout throughout the that era, I got to see him. You know, at different parties, and he was a big fan of Chrome Hearts. I'm pretty sure he's got a Chrome Hearts chain on. Oh yeah, damn, he does. And 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 glasses. Yeah, and Those the glasses. Damn, damn yeah. Kaiser rocking the chromie. <laughs> who, who's Chrome the girl? Who's the girl to the right of him? 
That's a Jessica Stam. Oh, yeah. Famous. A, very, a Chris pick when she was blonde. That was a big era. She was huge. Beautiful. Well, we got we got Paris Hilton down here below holding the... Um, what what phone is that? Is it like a Nokia or is that that's a sidekick? That's a Blackberry. No, that's, that's, a, a, Blackberry. that's a Blackberry. Okay. No, that's a... Yeah, that's that's the side. You see the side scroll in the picture. That's the greatest phone ever created. Actually, <laughs> okay, that's so the what's best the phone ever. I, I, dude, it, it's it's just you just type in "done to death." Period. What was it? You type in BBM and then your name and then space, it would automatically populate. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Those were the days. I would have to do that with Got Benji it. Madden and all kinds of fun people. <laughs> Damn, Jason. And then to the right, that's the model. What's his name? Cole. Yeah, Cole Moore. You know, he was the Buzz male model back then. Mm-hmm. I see him around the East Village. I see him around the East Village looking like a junkie. I don't know if he is one or if it's just a look, but he he still looks pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, what's up with Lil' Kim here? So um, explain how, your relationship with, with Lil' Kim. <laughs> the, not the most the cr- flattering photo, but, you know, nowadays, are there the any? The crazy thing is I met Lil' Kim um, about 10 years after this photo, and I was like, wait, you're white now. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like yes yes i am you're the last person to notice that um but uh but yeah this was you know back in back in the mid 2000s there would be these parties for god knows what brand and just every celebrity would be like in the party mm-hmm. you know um it could be the like launch of the new sidekick or like the playstation 3 came out or <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah um and and it would just be smattered with like a to Z list celebrities. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was some function in New York uh, where I think Flavor Flav performed and Snoop Dogg was there. And- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so we got we got Kim K and Corey K at the holding the sidekick. This is iconic. This is an iconic piece of work here. <laughs> yeah. You know, so one of the things that and I don't even think Kim was quite famous then, but um, one of the things that was always fun is I would take Corey and just like throw her in the photo with whoever it was mm-hmm. um, to make it more interesting. Um, and you can just see like, even back then Kim was on it with like posing and, oh, and yeah. you know, looking her best. Mm-hmm. The, the, she, is, she is not shaken by Corey behind her, sticking out her tongue with a cape on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's like a true uh, celebrity training or grooming, you know, that you mm-hmm. can, uh, yeah, the, the the media training and the 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 iconic American Apparel bathing suit is just like I feel like that photo sums sums it up like that era so much of like American flag bikini top gold lame bottoms. Yeah, that's just on 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 CC Sheffield. Um, on CC Sheffield. <laughs> Damn, is that who that is? What a fucking throwback! Shit. Um, and and actually, very timely. Uh, speaking of American Apparel. Uh, the very short-lived uh, Quibi uh, video service. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah, they dropped the the, the Dove Charney documentary. Um, Are you in it, Mark? I happen to be in it. So I happen uh, to be in it. He says, <laughs> I'm, not, "I'm not really that surprised." You know. Um, yeah, no, I'm making the rounds right now. You know. Yeah, because um, you used to you used to work there when you were a young youngster, right? Yeah, I uh, I modeled for the brand, photographed for the brand, and I, I was a, a dear friend of Dubs. Mm-hmm. Are you are you still in touch with him? Yeah, um, I, I you know I actually uh, I I've kept in touch and went to visit him at Los Angeles Apparel. Um, 
you know, it's his new uh, mm-hmm. reincarnation. Yeah, good, good blanks, uh, I say. Gorgeous blanks, yeah. And, you know, he's there doing uh, private label for a lot of great brands. So, um, you know, he's back in business. And speaking of people who are back in business, uh, Jeffree Star here in a – looks like <laughs> to be a plastic pink jacket. Um, this really – this sends me because, you know, I, I had to do a lot of warp Tour stuff in my time, and Jeffree Star was a fixture on the warp Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, this is crazy to see Jeffrey with, like, out tattoos. You know, now he's, like, literally covered in tattoos. Um, but good for him that, you know, he was the – he was out there dressing crazy, looking like this, and really turned it into something. Totally. Multimillionaire. <laughs> really did turn it into something. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> and then oh, and we even have a, um, what's his name, wearing some cornrows, some Jeremy Scott wearing some cornrows. That's with, the, That really sums it up the time of like... You, you could get away with that? You, yeah, you could, you could be a white guy wearing cornrows and, and, no, and nobody oh, would say shit. You're forgetting the best. You're forgetting the best part of the story. He's he's cuddling there with Kelly Catrone, oh, the best, shit. the most famous publicist from 2008. Oh yeah. Yes. Speaking <laughs> of Mark, we we just had Whitney Whitney from the Hills on this podcast last week. We went to elementary school together. <laughs> what a small little world. Do you remember the time when yeah. she came to Cinespace? I, I do, and you know it's crazy because. Um, I I really did go to elementary school with her at Warner Avenue mm-hmm. and we were, we were in fifth grade together where we both ended up getting like our names uh, engraved on a plaque in the hall for being like outstanding students of the year. Um, <laughs> and look, look at us now, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Look at you now. You both made it out the slums. Couple you know? of Queens on top rags to riches. Uh, the, the, the one that comes up more than that is a, uh, is the infamous Stephen Miller and I went yes. to a school together. Uh, oh Monica shit! I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> but we, I love we don't that. have to. We don't have to get into politics. We usually don't. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, man, this is really something. I, I um, on the left here, she passed away. Correct? Yeah, Peaches Peaches Geldof. That's a great picture too. That that to me also really. She was such a fixture too, and this is like. This really screams innocence to me in a way that some of these don't. I think maybe because she's making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, Mark, this has been a wonderful trip down memory lane. It really has. Wait, before before we go, who's the who's the DJ with the bad hair next to Amanda Lepore? Um. So that's actually another. Uh, uh, oh, I'm wrong. You're right. That's um. You're right. You're right. Sophia Sophia Lamar. Yes, I apologize. Um, that's okay. And I can't remember his name, but you know what I love about that shot is you have a point and shoot digital camera. And if you if you were around back then, that was the only way you could capture things. You know, mm-hmm. if I, if I wasn't there taking photos, um, you know, it was just you with your little point and shoot. And yeah, because so because Paris Hilton with the with the Nokia camera, we're not going to get any real photos with that. <laughs> yeah, and so I really wish that more people would post their old photos that they took back in the day. Um, maybe when, oh, you know, well, actually one thing I did want to talk about really quick before we got to go is yeah. the, um, you, you have had like, you know, the, went back in, back in the day, like the whole party party photographer thing became like a plot line on, on movies and TV. 
um you know like the like law and order and gossip girl had an episode about it um you know do you do, are there any others that i'm missing or like do you have any comment um, on that on the on those oh, times yeah well, it was so cool. They, they had a character on Law and Order called Snakeboy.net. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was pretty good. I got to play myself on uh, the relaunch of Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. Um, Damn, that's fire. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in the first episode, uh, pilot episode, uh, shooting a party, and, and Corey was with me at the time. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, the. People love that they they say, "Hey, weren't you that guy on America's Top Model?" Like, and, <laughs> and I'm I'm proud to say I was a guest on four seasons of America's Top Model. Were you really, um, dude? I really? That. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Damn, wow. What's wrong with you guys? No, I'm <laughs> you've lived such a storied existence. It's hard for us to, us laymans to keep up. With we apologize, success. Nick boy. But you know, I think that the cool thing is that there's there is a an interest and a fascination with the two thousands um, that I'm hoping that not only the book project will sort of excite, but, but a few other things that I'm working on. And I know other people are working on trying to like sort of uh, glamorize and, and tell the stories of the two thousands. So, We're talking about like a documentary um, movie of some kind, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been wanting to do some sort of documentary and also uh, a buddy of mine wrote a really amazing scripted show um, that uh, we're pitching right now. That's sort of a, a version of like Curb Your Enthusiasm and Dave, um, mm-hmm. but meets the Cobra Snake. Mm. Hey, again, let me let me just reiterate: Dim Jeans is available for that. Just let me know. Um, yeah, you know. I, I'm a good punch up guy. I'm able to, you know, really. No, 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 no. I meant as a as a on camera talent. Okay. Yes, trust me. Uh, I I plan to cast if 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 anything gets greenlit, every one of my friends is going to come out of the woodwork and I can't wait. Mark, um, that's why you're that's why you're always one of the good ones. No, but to tell an authentic story it's going to be so fun and and um you know, I don't want to talk too much about it cuz that's like such a Hollywood thing to do mm-hmm. um before we don't before, want to jinx. Uh, the, yeah, before the fat lady sings. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> or uh you know, I don't even know if that's appropriate to say anymore. But uh <laughs> the fat person sings. Mark, it's, it's, it's really kismet, though. The sun just came out for the first time today at 3.30 while you were, you know, while you were talking about the, the, the TV show project. So I feel like it's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a ray of sunshine, you could say. Yes, God shining down on us. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Big Dog. It was a pleasure. Yeah, man, this is so fun. And I mean, I'm, I'm really excited that you guys are doing this. And um, I've been a, a closeted fan or I don't know how I could express that I, I love this podcast, but mm. you know, I guess, I guess through social media, but I've been sort of bad at social media lately. Um, okay. but you guys are doing a great job with this and, uh, it's an honor to be, to be featured and, um, yeah, I can't wait to do something again with you guys and maybe we could go on a hike sometime. Yeah, we could hike just, and just, if you could go ahead and start compiling all those dim jeans photos, um, that'd be great. Just we don't need to do off. that, but also Mark, and you know, just, we'll, we'll talk offline and, uh, Chris and I'll come up to the house, check it out. Maybe have a little meal. What do you say? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Weren't we planning that for a while? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Let's get um, it done. Well, you know, and you can meet my new Pomeranian kimchi. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Of course. Exactly. All right, Mark. Well, so LA. Everyone can go uh, just to cobrasnake.com, right? That's that's where everything's yeah. at, right? That's a website that, you know, 
they used to be a popular website back in the day. I know. Um, so it still exists, but it's crazy to think about that. You know, there was football stadiums of people looking at the website on a daily basis. Yeah. And, uh, from all you know, over the world. Crowds. Yeah, I've, trolled that, I've, I've trolled that site looking for my ugly mug a few times. You know, I get it. You know, I totally get well, it. The ru- um, yeah, the yeah, well, rush hoping- that you get of being hung over and looking at a photo of you that appeared that made it's the nothing, cut where you don't look ugly or fat. Oh, baby. It's better than, it's better than cocaine. You yeah, because really. then, then you take that, you save it, and that's your new MySpace profile pic. <laughs> you already know. You already know, mm-hmm. TJ. Uh, all right. Thank you, Mark. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Keep it rocking, guys. Have a great Later. day. Later. Keep it rocking. Bye. Tell me where.